My name's Santa Claus. I might touch your privates tonight. <laughs> You're listening to the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. God fucking damn it. <laughs> Santa? Is that you? No, little boy! It is Holly Jolly Avenging Ben. I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I'm Eggnog Mike. And this is the Coquito Ray Ramundo. And welcome to the GAWP, whatever fucking holiday you celebrate, holiday special. God, that's a mouthful. I know. <laughs> that's what she said. Well, we, we, we won't run the risk of, of excluding anybody from, We won't run the risk of excluding anybody from this festive holiday special. We're not yeah. racist like Delta Airlines. Oh my God, let's not bring that up. That was in the news today. That was just horrible. But I didn't hear. I didn't hear about it. Tell me. Oh uh, God. Tell you what, look it up on your own time. This is a wrestling podcast, not a political podcast. Hey, but let's make sure Mike knows. He has to Prepare know. to be astonished. Delta Prepare to be astonished. Okay, apparently Delta Airlines No, keep off. on, you know, keep on with show. I'm going to look it up. All right. Well, welcome once and one and all to our holiday special. I uh, can't believe we've got, we've, I can't believe we had a Halloween special, let alone a holiday Halloween special, let alone a holiday special, but Nonetheless, here we are. So once again, welcome to the General Mission Wrestling Podcast, and we are going to kick it off tonight by talking about House of Glory 6. Oh, that fucking idiot. I heard about this. Never mind. (laughs) How is he an idiot? They threw him off. He's still an idiot, though. For speaking another language. God damn it. Still. So are you guys going to kick me off if I just start speaking Spanish right now? No. We're not Almost. telling the story for the listeners. We are not. We are You're not. not telling. I was speaking in Spanish just to say hello. God damn it. Racist fucks. Merry Christmas, everyone. An Indian got taken off a plane. What the fuck else do you want? Oh, fuck you, 2016. Oh, God. Thank God this year is almost over. One more week. I know, week. right? Yeah, One hold- more week. One more week. One, One more, more week. week. One more week. Yeah, horrible shit like this happened in the news, and then it's just like, and then you turn over to wrestling, which wasn't much better this week. SmackDown was great. Raw was horrible. Yeah, it was acceptable. Didn't you, like, didn't you fall asleep? No, we traded places this time. I was the one falling asleep during Raw. No, Mike fell asleep. <laughs> Again? I have proof that Mike <laughs> fell asleep. Again, I did? Yes, he what fell is your asleep. Proof? What is your proof? I was on the phone with him for an hour and he falls asleep on me. I swear to God, I gotta tell you one time. 
We have a special guest, apparently. Who's the special guest? Hi. How are you? <laughs> this is me, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold. No. This is Merry me, Arnold Christmas, Schwarzenegger. Arnold. Merry Christmas, Arnold. We're going to be no. watching all the way. <laughs> no. Jingle all the way. No. Jingle All the Way is one of the best, worst Christmas movies I've ever seen in my life. Have you guys yeah. ever seen Jingle All the Way? Yeah. Yep. 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 I even saw part two, which was a horrible movie. No! Don't a... watch part two. Just watch part one. Yes! So part one, funny enough, well, this is a weird way to kind of kind of tie it back to wrestling, but during the scene where Arnold fights all the Santa Clauses, one of them is played by Big Show. Yes. Really? You oh, know yeah. Go lying. back and watch it. The scene where he's fighting all the crooked mall Santas in the warehouse. One of them is played by a, by a much, like a huge big show. Paul no, that's not true. It is true. Yes, it is. It was played by Paul White. Why would I lie to you? So how's, <laughs> been, uh, so Mike, how's Christmas been affecting you? Because you were a governor, that's why. So Mike, oh, how's no. the Christmas season been affecting, uh, been affecting your job? Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God! <laughs> What happened? I want to throw every old person in the parking lot fucking 50 feet. <laughs> Dude, join, join the fucking club. Every old person that comes into my job. We had three, three horrible, haggy old women in a Haggy? Define haggy for me. Decrepit, crypt keeper looking bitches. Were their tits to the floor? Yes. <laughs> That's haggy. That is haggy as fuck. And I ain't putting down. We get some genuinely sweet, wonderful, very funny old women in my store. But then we get these ladies who are just fucking oh, horrible. Okay, to all of our listeners, let's just say this. We do not hate the elderly. Yes, we do. <laughs> hey, Sonny, can you take those headphones out of your ears and tell me if the sauce is here? Ma'am, it's right in front of you. Get me a manager! Get me a manager! I swear to God. No, literally. It Again, the, it we was do not fun- hate the old. It was the funniest thing that ever happened. This woman was so horrible. I piss her off for what reason I don't know. I'm just telling her how it for is. Just, for, for just being there. For just being there, I guess. And then she goes up to my manager, and she's one of my co-managers, and she's like, I want to talk to a manager. And then she says, okay, I am a manager. And then she's like, I want to talk to a different manager. Wow. This woman was fucking impossible. I swear to God, the most wonderful time of the year brings out the biggest fucking assholes. Yeah. Ben, yeah. Well, during this week, there was one customer that was like, can I speak to a manager? And the manager came down, and then she goes, I want a white one! And I was like, God damn it. What? No! What was the manager? He was uh, Dominican. He's like, yeah, like he was speaking normal. He was like, yes, can I help you? He goes, I don't want you. I don't want that white boy in the office. Okay, like, to your oh manager. God. My wife Oye, primo, is Feliz fucking Navidad. crazy. Feliz Navidad, sir. My apologies. That is from, from, from the GAWP to your boss. Apologies from white people everywhere. But it was funny, too, because after the lady went to the office, he looked at me. He goes, don't worry. She'll drop dead tomorrow. <laughs> Okay. Very good. <laughs> Feliz Navidad, manager. Feliz oh, Navidad. Of, this is a wrestling show, so we were all in attendance. For that was wrestling. Time. That was wrestling. <laughs> that was better than a promo. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Oh, wait, no. We have, a we have an hour and a half to kill. Uh, <laughs> any of you guys seen Rogue One yet? Nope. Okay. Crickets. <laughs> I saw it. That's how bad it was. Oh, God. It was bad? 
to me was, I'm going to get hate by so many geeks right now. Okay. So well, what's your point? Don't spoil it yet because I haven't seen it yet. But as you tell for me, we can discuss. Let us talk about House of Glory six, which we were all. So we were all in attendance for this. What did you guys think of the show overall? Ray, start. Oh my god, how do? It's you can't even put it into words. Fuck. Use words. I can't. Come back to me, goddammit. I had oh. too much coquito. Well, great. Ray Raimundo is sauced off of his ass on the holiday episode. Mm, great. He's going to be up on the rooftop pooping in the chimney. <laughs> Hold out your stockings, kids. Oh, no. <laughs> well, uh, I feel bad, Arnold. But yeah. yeah. Like, I but did, um, my, my I thoughts are... I heard there was this nut job running around Club Amazura dressed as broken Matt Hardy. Yeah, I wonder Ooh, I who did that. See him. I, I wonder. Yeah, he looks gay. He, <laughs> he Say looks, it again. Like, he, 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 looked like he, was, he looked like he didn't belong there. I wonder who that idiot was. He hugged me and Mike. It was a little weird. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know who he was. He had white streak in his hair. He was really skinny. He had a weird. He look kept on his calling face. his brother. And I received yeah. the phone call. The thing is, he had that face. It's like his mouth was all the way out, like fucking scream, and his eyes was about to pop out of his head. I don't know who he was. His nose is bent too. It was weird. Yeah, yeah. I don't know who he was. Okay, what's it? How long are we gonna keep the? How long are we gonna keep pretending that wasn't me and the fucking mask? <laughs> it was you, Ben. Oh my god! You know you're lying. I just disappear into character, don't I? But yes, to anybody listening to this show who was at uh, Club Amazura and was wondering, I am, I guess, for all terms and purposes, I guess I am now... On the, on the indie scene. I am you now are the broken, broken... I am broken Matt Hardy kid now, I guess. You should, you should shorten it and just call yourself the broken kid. The broken kid. <laughs> Is it bad that you can now be referred to in the same sentence as Mittens? God damn it. Shout out to CM Punk Kid. What's up, bro? Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 Oh my god. We love you though. We love you. Love you, kid. Whatever. I just think like a big shout out to I, I highly doubt that she probably I don't think she listens to the show and she would be so ashamed of me if she did, but shout out to my awesome mother who's a wizard with sewing machine and stitches and all that stuff. Thank you, Ben's mom. Help me make that. Me thank make you, Ben's mom. Help me make this amazing costume. So thank you, mom. I'll be seeing you soon for the holidays. We'll be seeing you for Hanukkah. So thank you again. I'll, I'll make her listen to this part of the show. But So let's just go through House of Glory 6. <laughs> because overall, um, well, was it a good show? Yes. Was it Hog's best show? No. Maybe. To me, it had one or two problems. Not so much like... To me, it just like some matches started off really good, and then they just kind of had weird endings. Mm. Yeah, I was. I would also say like the opposite. Some matches had weird starts, but had great endings. Like I don't know, it was like a mix of everything. Or, ju- on show. or, as, or just as they were starting to get good, they ended. It was just like this match is awesome. Well, let's go for the smarts, though. For the smarts, did it tell a story? Answer that, Ben. Yes, all the matches told good. A lot, as far as storyline. To an extent, it did. Okay, so the Smarks will be happy. 
Let's start it off with the pre-show match. We had uh, good Hank Flanders going one-on-one with everybody's favorite up-and-coming talent, Leroy Green, who is now 3-0. and We'll talk more about Leroy Green when we get to the uh, Ken Broadway um, Leo Rush match. But hey, uh, good, hey, good Hank Flanders was good in this match too. He held up his own. Really good. He, this was a solid for a solid seven to eight minute pre-show warm up the crowd match. This was pretty damn good. Was it a pre-show though? Because it started kind of the same time as the main card. Yeah, well, but like huh? it was. It was, like, it was basically a kickoff. Okay. If this if this was if there was a HOG network, this would be the pre-show where they'd advertise like KFC and Mountain Dew. Ben, HOG you, network. Ben, 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 you just gave the Ben, you just gave the boss a network uh, an idea. <laughs> Brian, uh, Brian listening. XL, get yes. on it. Pay me, pay me royalties. Give us money. <laughs> <laughs> One day. Now brought to you by HOG Network, the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> we do not sell out to the man unless they pay us a lot of money yeah Mike speak for yourself shut up pay <laughs> us money we sell pay, out pay us money but yeah so but that was give us time. money so we can be- make a better show and up next we have the biggest so we can buy a studio up next, <laughs> yeah we do want that and the, next up we had Smiley going one on one with Nikki Heat in what was revealed to be a coffin match now there were the some. There were some eh moments in the match. Will you agree? This match. Here's the thing. This match kind of started off a little slow, but near the last third of it, got really good. Well, let's talk about the entrance for Smiley. First I of liked all, it. Nikki liked comes. It. Nikki comes out to his basic entrance, flipping off the crowd. We start saying "fuck you, Nikki," all that stuff. But then we start. We start hearing the cover. A cover song from the Last of Us Two trailer. It's the song. In the valley of the sh- in the shadow of the valley of death, yeah, and it's sung by Ellie from the Last of Us Two t- teaser trailer, and out com- which was awesome, which was awesome, and out comes a bunch of pro- a funeral procession with all of Smiley's different masks. You have two Undertaker druids, and you have uh, Smiley's uh, you have Smiley's late girlfriend, I believe, come out with him, and she's dressed in like Dia de los Muertos makeup, which was awesome. It, visual was really cool, and then you had Smiley come out of the coffin. <clears throat> he's in a darker, he's in a darker, cooler-looking costume. Is that I like this because it, it it finally shows a different side of Smiley that I've been begging for. The dark. It was kind of Smiley's version of Pentagon Dark. He needs a little to get bit. To yes, yes. This, I was he saying. Needs to get would to you guys it. agree that? This was, would you guys agree that this was very reminiscent of a Grave Consequences match from Lucha Underground? I was about to say, yes. he, like, like he came out like Milton Wirtis, like and like she, and like she was wearing the makeup, like, uh, like the people who take the coffin, the day, like the Day of the Dead, the Day the of the Dead. Los Muertos, the Los Muertos. So yeah, like like I said, this was a for fans in Mexico, and of course he had a special run in by the Super Savages. They took off the Druid costumes. Okay, this is where my brain was like, wait, what? You have Caveman. <laughs> who apparently was sane enough to be told, listen, you're going to dress up as a druid and you're going to walk me, you're going to bring a casket to the ring and then when you go in the ring, you're going like, to go crazy. I'm like, what? <laughs> this is the same dude that doesn't understand fire. And he could, and he could just randomly, be, he could randomly become a druid? I guess. Uh, suspend your disbelief. Okay. Doesn't Monte speak his language? He probably explained it to him. 
It's like Monte. It's like, God, my God, caveman, our buddy Smiley's in trouble. We have to save him. To the buttermobile. Away. Ooga, booga, booga. Ooga, booga. You said it, buddy. <laughs> so. But it was okay. a good match, though. It, it yeah. told the story. Like, it started off pretty slow, and then as, the, as it went on, it got pretty good. But then yeah. what made this match was the ending. Okay, then Wait, one of it wasn't even the ending. It got a pop that the table broke. There was two tables under the coffin. They break immediately. Now, do you think that was planned? Do you think that was like, fuck, like that wasn't supposed to happen? I feel Here's like it thing. wasn't supposed to happen. I worked, in, like, I, worked, uh, I worked in a theater program for a few years, so I'm familiar with what like breakaway, with, like, breakaway furniture looks like. And that didn't look like, didn't look like breakaway furniture to me, but if it was... Maybe if it was, it certainly made for a good spot, dude. The minute I saw his girlfriend, because the girlfriend was in the aisle too, and she was like stone faced during the whole time. And then I looked over to her, and all of a sudden, like she's holding her, like her hand over her mouth. I was like, that wasn't supposed to happen. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't supposed to happen. But, but that didn't was... affect the match that badly. And then just... I really don't think they were supposed to break because the table had wheels, so yeah. that yeah. wasn't supposed to happen. So, but was supposed to happen was the ending to this match, which was complete insanity. Wait, what do you Smiley? mean it was supposed to happen? What was wrestling to... is predetermined? Shut uh, up, Ray! <laughs> Don't kill the illusion. Oh, I have to. Smiley has Nikki. <laughs> Smiley has. Smiley has him in the coffin. Smiley has Nikki Heat in the coffin. And the lights go out. This is getting crazy. And what happens is the lights go out. If the lights go out and find and then we're wondering what the fuck is going on. Even Mike was like, you were like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, I got. I kind of got a little overhyped because I was thinking, "Oh shit, here we go, here we go, like something good's gonna happen." And then, what happened? And then, the, what happened was actually pretty awesome, though. What happened was fucking <laughs> dr- fucking Draconis pops out of the coffin, looking like a Yo- goddamn demon from hell. Oh no! And then, oh yeah! And then Bones <laughs> pops out from under the ring and drop kicks Smiley right in the fucking face. And they throw him in the coffin and give Nikki Heat the win. And then the funeral procession walks off with Smiley in the coffin. If you can hear, if this appears on the video, uh, if this appears on whatever eventual video comes of this match, you can hear me screaming, Smiley, don't go towards the light! Oh my god. So overall, good match, but I feel like it was the ending that made it worth it. It was a cool... Uh, Now... Do you think this is the end of the Smiley Nikki Heat feud and we're going into Smiley and Draconis? Or do I you think, think they're going to keep it going? I think what's going to happen is they're going to do maybe another Smiley Nikki Heat thing and maybe they interfere again or they just jump right into Smiley feuding with this, feuding with, uh, with Draconis and Bones. I automatically predicted that Smiley's joining this group. Well, can you repeat that one more time? You were a little muffled. I honestly think that Smiley is going to join this group. Oh, that he's going to join them. Yeah. Like, he yeah. 
Like I, I talked with like I talked with a few people and I was like, could Smiley work as a heel? And we kind of went back and forth about it. If they did it the right way, it could. Yeah, that's the thing. It, it could be done. It could yeah. be done. The gear he had on would work as a heel, though. It had yeah. teeth. It had sharp teeth on it. Imagine that. It did look. Well, 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 the thing is, you also have to worry about is that he has he appeals to kids, so it's like. You get rid of, I, you turn him heel, you get rid of the kids, the, the, his fans. We have rid, super you, savages for that. Yeah, so you replace one with another. You know what? Yeah, fine. It could work like that. But Are you trying to say Smiley's is, is the John Zena for HOJ? He's we can close. never turn him heel. He, he's close. But mm. it's, it's not too late to turn him. It's not too late to turn him. Certainly an option on the table. But then... What what I forget since the show is very long. But what was after this match? What was after Smiley versus Nikki Heat? Uh, I believe we had a tag match. We had a tag match. It was originally supposed to be the New York Wrecking Crew going up against Two Click, but unfortunately, as we mentioned last week, Josh Glide, he's on. Yeah, the, he's that on the, sucks. Really, he's on, he's on the bench with an injury for a little bit. Shout like, out to you, Josh Glide. Feel better. Get well soon, buddy. But in his place, we had a really big substitute. Yeah. A really big deal. Yeah. And a man whose interview is now available on the General Admission Wrestling Podcast Facebook page. That was yeah, really and he, yeah, and he decided to make a dig at me, fucker. <laughs> yeah, he's calling you out. He's calling you out, Whole Milk Mike. He only drinks 2%. It's really big Brian Burgundy. This was amazing. Talk about the match. This was yeah. a really big boot party. This was a really big boot party, and it was. This was a fun match. You have the New York Wrecking Crew being great heels. You have TJ Marconi, you have Brian Burgundy working very well together. He gives, he lifts them up on his shoulders, which was great, which was a great fun spot. And, and you have, have Matthew Ryan Shapiro. Ryan Shapiro, of course, I was just about to mention. Can wear, we talk about what he was wearing? I was going to say, wearing this ugly as sin jacket, which I think was the point, but it had fucking yeah. peacock feathers on it. It had trust in dollar signs on it. It was that was awesome, and also Wrecking Crew debut new gear, which fucking looked awesome. Yep, they finally got some good matching color coordinated gear, which looked great. Yeah, and TJ Marconi's still wearing the Crusade for Change gear. It, like, if he's gonna wear, it, just do something with them in House of Glory already. I hope they eventually get around to doing that. Yeah. I'll be right back, guys. Keep going. Keep going. All right, Mike's going to take care of some real quick. Okay. Well, Raymond, what, what, do you, what do you think of um, really big Brian Burgundy's push to the top? I feel like it's about time that he shows up in House of Glory. The dude's been training for a long time. He's still getting annoyed, though, that they're calling him Kyle Everett. It's not the same guy, guys. Yeah, they just look. The they, just ha- they just happen to look very, very similar. Why did you ask them that in the interview, Ben? Cause He's a look- really big deal. He is a very Don't big waste deal. his time. He has shout, really big things to do. Shout out to Brian Burgundy. Thank you very much again for the interview. We'll love to have you on in future episodes. But thanks again. But that was a good match. A lot of fun. Of course, New York Wrecking Crew goes over. But very good match. Good showing from both dudes. And you got New York Wrecking Crew cementing themselves as a good heel tag team. But speaking of heels, up next we had our women's showcase match. It was Sonya Strong with a long-awaited match with her and Violet. The 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 uh, the, who Mike says is the baddest bitch in House of Glory, and after watching this match, I'd have to agree. 
This match was good. It was very good. Like, it started off very slow. And I, this is the what this is what I was talking about earlier. This match got really good, and then it ended. Which kind of yeah, took... Like, but it, it got just, the payoff, though, because this is the thing I was talking about earlier. Did it tell a story? I don't think Sonya could have won this match. All right, I'm back, guys. If she would have won this match, it would have kind of... What was the point of this rivalry, then? It has yeah, to continue on. She had to get this loss by submission because, like the promo said, she knows her moveset. Yeah, I, I agree. And it did tell a very good story because like, it, furthered, it, furthered their, it furthered their characters. It furthered Sonya as the hero. It furthered Violet as the heel. And all in all, like, I feel like if this match had just gone on five more minutes, maybe... I would have. This match needed a few more big spots. Like it needed a few more. Holy shit! They just did that moment. Yeah, the one thing I didn't like was at the beginning. Was like I under like the, the hype was there. You had Violet showing up at the last Hog shows, beating up Sonya, hitting her with a wrench, and the first move they do is a is a headlock. It's like what? Basic like, wrestling. No, but it's like that's not what this match is about. These two should be. Like, as soon as the bell rings, they should be going after each other, beating the shit out of each other. Don't... It was like, it's a small nitpick, but it's like, don't do a headlock in that situation. Then just go after each other. They should have gone strong style. Just keep... Punching each other. Yeah. I agree. Like, it would have been a little more impactful if they had done that. But yeah, decent match overall. I look... I'm, I'm sure that this is just the setup to a bigger... To a bigger payoff, so I'm sure I'm interested to see what's what the it, payoff to this. Uh, Sonya we have another Violet. match. Still we have another match, match coming up. Still Sonya cage being match. Violet, Sonya being Violet to become the new Hog champion, women we'll, champion. We'll certainly Ooh. have. We'll certainly have to see. We'll have to wait for March. And then moving on, we have ooh, quite possibly the match of the night coming up. We have oh God, yes. the House of Glory Crown Jewel title fight between. Cash flow, Ken Broadway, and Leo Rush. Okay, we're not going to bury the lead here. This match was awesome. Oh, yes. my God. Like, like, me, Ben, and Ray can't do this match justice. When the DVD comes out, watch this match. Buy the DVD, get the digital download, watch it. On do the- everything. Just up. make do sure you watch this, this match. match. Not because only Because we were on our feet the whole damn match. It, it was, was really damn good. There were three instances where I thought Leo fucking had it. There's he hits like he was, was a, a pubic hair away from winning the title. A pubic hair away from winning. He we thought he did win it. Remember? Yeah. Oh my it, god. It, he literally gone. He had hit him with this super kick. Was jumping off the top rope for the frog splash. He would have had it if Matt Travis hadn't yanked the referee out of the damn ring. I was so pissed. Dude, I he was almost broke I, I, I was gonna be pissed if, if the ref called for a DQ, because that's what they did at the last show. If they called the DQ, I was gonna get so mad. But they didn't, and it kept going. And you have Ken Broadway looking like a perfect heel, cheating to win, and you have Leo Rush, who totally stole the show. But the other element in this match that's important to talk about is the culmination of sort of the storyline between Ken Broadway and Leroy Green. Oh, God. Let's stop saying story. Our DJ is getting mad. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. But, yeah. 
But yeah, this did. This was an amazing thing they did. Finally, after all these months of Ken Broadway dragging this poor dude through the mud and treating this poor kid like shit, he he belts him in the face with his own championship belt, puts him down, knocks out Matt Travis, and puts the t- and just quits. Cash Flow Inc. Before looking at the title, and basically his facial expression says, "I want it." He wants the championship. That was a stupid decision by Leroy. <laughs> what makes you say that? It didn't uh, tell a story. No, that's <laughs> not it. Leroy needs to pay for his mother's medical bills. That was his only hope. Leroy, I hope you're happy. But you know what I hope happens? He'll win the he'll win the crown jewel championship. He'll become the top. House of Glory main eventer, and he'll make enough money to pay for his mother's hospital. That, that's the thing I don't want to see happen because Ken Broadway has been killing it. He's been he beat Gangone, he beat Tony Nese, he beat Zack Sabre Jr. He's beat everybody. Well, he hasn't beaten everybody, which brings us Dude, to our next everybody. match. Dude. He hasn't beaten everybody. He beat everybody. There is one man. Everybody. There's one man he hasn't beaten, and he's one of the two men in our next match. Was, it was originally just announced as a singles match, but was at the show announced as a House of Glory crown jewel number one contenders match. It was Rude Boy Riley going one-on-one with the Trust's Evander James. Ben, you know what was funny? I think this is the first match that ever took place that involved a number one contendership for that title. Really? Is there ever number one contender matches at House of Glory? Only for the tag titles. For the tag yes. titles... And I, I, th- I think the main. I think the main had one. One. Like, t- when it comes to the crown jewel championship, it's like every month. It's like, oh, Ken Barber's gonna face this guy, and Anthony Gingon's gonna face this guy. It's like not to put down the matches. The matches are great. Yeah, but no, yeah. they're all five star matches. But yeah, you know, but when, when you look at the, earnest. but when you look at the story, yes. La historia. I go away for like I go away for two minutes and I have to hear story. <laughs> Thank you, Arnold. But what were you talking about? Nothing. Rude Boy Riley versus Rude Boy Riley versus Evander James. This was really good. This if you have just if you have two really talented dudes uh, pulling off a really good match. The only problem was it had to follow the Ken Broadway uh, Leo Rush match, which any match that comes after that is going to seem a little lesser. But this oh, match, oh god, was, it was like death. It was like death for them. But it was still a good match. Near the end of it, the crowd started getting really hyped up, especially when uh, Brian XL made his big interference. Who let Brian in the building? (laughs) Oh, my God. He owns (laughs) Arnold, get him. (laughs) But, yeah. yeah, Brian XL shows up. Uh, distracts Evander James, who's been, like, messing with him for the past two shows. Can I please do an impression of his promo, please? Sure. Hey, Evander, <laughs> you want an answer for your challenge? Huh. Next show, next show. <laughs> That's basically what he said. <laughs> next There's show. our next chance show. of ever getting Brian Nixon on the show. Go. There you go. Sorry, Brian. There goes any chance of ever having you on this show. I love you, Brian. I'm the white Brian XL here, so everybody shut up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah. I hear you. And, of course, Rude Boy Riley goes over, so he'll be finally getting his rematch with uh, Ken Broadway. But yeah, Evander, I'll let you know next month if I want to face you. Because I have to talk to Jesus first. 
around 11 11 30 okay yeah uh, we, we we officially burned that bridge so that ain't happening but yeah good match <laughs> ken broadway has a chance to beat the one guy he never really beat yeah oh my god we, <laughs> say it again we're getting no say it again we are going to be banned from all House of Glory shows. Brian, it's Say a it joke. Again. Don't you love jokes? Say it again. <laughs> Shit. Okay. All right. But next up, of course, that was a fantastic You episode. burned that one. God, can you please talk to Brian, please? <laughs> it's, please. Christmas. it's Christmas. Come on. Oh, my God. But moving up, next up, we had House of Glory World Heavyweight Championship match. It was, it was Anthony Gangone defending it in a title-for-title title match. Against Eddie Edwards. No, now. it wasn't. It wasn't title for title. It wasn't it's, originally planned to be a title match. It was, it was just, just going to be champion it, versus champion. That's what the graphic showed. And then at the last minute, David Adams goes, "It's for the Hog Championship." I'm like, by the way, those titles, just... those graphics were awesome. Go to Title Fight Graphics. Title Fight Graphics. Yep. Even the promo packages were awesome. Did you guys even mention the one for um, the Broadway promo? Oh yeah. Whoever edited that Ken Broadway promo, that dude is a serious... Wait a second. Talking about the Ken Broadway promo, let's talk about the Ken Broadway entrance. No! Oh, yeah! We didn't mention this. He had live music. He had live music. That entrance was... That's what I loved about this show. It felt like an indie version... It felt like an indie version of WrestleMania. It felt bigger. Yeah. Which it I was love. awesome to see. It was something that it was original because you never see that nowadays in yeah. indie Great. wrestling. Promo packages, entrances were like, very different, and they expanded the character more. It was awesome. It was okay. So we do have to give the shout out to those two that were singing Ken Broadway's theme, Jose Nova, Hanera Bailo, the creators of the theme, and one of the best entrance themes in pro wrestling right now. On the indies. Yep. On the indies. On the indies. And also, speaking of like things that felt bigger and more polished, they had a brand new ring this show. Yes. And it was beautiful. A shiny, sparkling brand new ring with new ropes, new new turnbuckles with the new logo. It looked great. You better enjoy it because that's not coming back. <laughs> no, it'll be probably be coming back. I'm only back, joking. Probably. I'm only joking. But uh, it'll only be for Ed- the special events. Gangone and Edwards for the House of Glory World Title. This What's match it? was a... Was- Good. It was yeah. good. It was, it, like, here's the thing. It was very eh for about two-thirds through. Not to put down the talent. Gangone is absurdly talented, and Eddie Edwards always puts on a good match. I just felt like this, there wasn't any stakes in this match because you kind of felt like there's no way that Gangone is going to drop the belt right now. Especially with Juba. Especially with Juba in his corner. There's no way that... Eddie Edwards is going to take the House of Glory championship. Since the, most, has... per, the most over person in this match was Juba. He, he was getting mad chance during this match, which was insane. But, yeah, my friend tried friending Juba on Facebook. Do, do you even want to say your friend? Because he was just a random stranger that was just there. Be like, yeah. No, 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 my friend Matt. My friend Matt. Oh, oh that one. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. Shout but, out to Matt the Daddy. Shout out to Matt the Daddy. But yeah, so this was but this match got really good near the end. Apparently there was this great moment where Eddie killed Gangone with this code breaker move, which was pretty cool. And then the but the one thing that kinda was eh about this match was the finish. 
One ref gets knocked out. Yes. He's on by, by Anthony Gangone. By Gangone. That's important. Because Gangone uh, was hitting all of his shit and he was getting frustrated and Eddie Edwards was kicking out. So then he just clotheslined the shit out of the referee once again. No, it was because he pushed him once and then his response is like, You don't touch me. You do not touch me. Gangone yeah, so, says, Okay. So then he clotheslined the shit out of him. Ref, ref's knocked out. Then we get to the finish. Take us through it. So. I even remember what what did Eddie Edwards hit him with? He hit him with he, I think he got him to submit, I think. Yeah, he got him to submit. Yeah, it was a Boston crab and then but at the but at the same time, the another referee ran from the back, came out, and in the same time when the 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 new ref was signaling to ring the bell, Juba wakes up the original and he signals to ring the bell. The bell rings. Eddie Edwards' music plays, and we're all everybody's thinking, "Oh shit, Eddie Edwards is the new champion." Nope. Rob Black comes out. He w- wants to figure out what the hell just happened, and the original referee says, "Eddie Edwards wins by disqualification." Uh, and the crowd hated it. Yeah, uh, they really did. And it Eddie. Kinda- Edwards- and Eddie Edwards was pissed. He was throwing, he was throwing the TNA title and the House of Glory title, and he was like, in the aisleway, he was screaming at the ref, was like, "Are you fucking stupid?" And then he walked in the. He really wanted that House of Glory title, even trying, though his, even though his championship looks way cooler. Dude, he, 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 dude, he's looking at that TNA world title. He's like, "God damn it, I want to leave so goddamn badly, but they won't let me leave." <laughs> Again, did you just say that TNA's be- Oh, gosh. No! Ryan, we're so sorry. No, I'm not we, saying we said, that, that. We said nothing. It's just that when you look at the TNA title on Eddie Edwards, the damn thing doesn't fit around them. No, when comparing the House of Glory belt to the, to the TNA belt, the House of Glory belt is a cool, simple, simple title belt, which works for the company. It's a nice, yeah. basic design. Nice little bright logo. Nice, cool plates. Very good design. But then you have the fucking TNA belt, which is like, boom, big-ass gold plate with, with designs and flashes and fireworks on it. It looks cool. There's yeah. just like, it, there's no content. As good as the House of Glory belt is, and it's a cool-looking belt, it's just like the TNA belt, there's no contest. It's a, cool, it's a cooler-looking belt. Like a mouse. So Eddie Edwards goes in the back. He's pissed off. Rob Blett has the House of Glory title in his hand, and Anthony Gangone's laughing. He's like, give me my belt. So Rob and did. R- he hit him in the head, and then he ran away with the title. What is it with everybody hitting people with the belt in the head today? First God off, damn. first off, what? <laughs> Second. What? <laughs> Second. What? <laughs> Third Rob off. Blad, just the in-story in line promoter of this show, just ran away with the title. He's management representative, not promoter. Whatever. Get it right. It'll be, it'll be interesting to see where that goes. But now I don't. We, <laughs> I have no clue. Juba picked him up. Well, getting okay. going to be active, and then by where the DJ was, he just dropped him. <laughs> I was just like, "What the fuck is happening?" Right oh, now? so he did drop him because I just I'm in front row and I'm like, "What the hell happened?" Yeah, he was carrying him like they just got married, and then all of a sudden, by the top of the entrance ramp, it was like, Anthony, can you walk? And, he, and Anthony's like, yeah, and then he just fucking face plants. Like, what? <laughs> it just happened. So that happened. Now and then we, find- we get to the main event. 
which was the heavily anticipated fatal four-way tag team title match between the Broken Hardys, EYFBO, the Dudley Boys, and Private Party. Christmas came early on that night. Christmas yeah. came early. Private so, Party came out. They, they did their party. EYFBO came out second. They were doing their, their normal shit. Pazuzu! And then we heard a classic theme song, Bombshell. And the place erupted. Rocked it. Holy oh shit. You couldn't hear yourself think. The song goes get up and everybody stood the hell up. Oh my god. And Bubba Ray and Devon were on the stage. They they did a full um, lap around the building. And they went to the ring. Yeah. Oh. coming now. When that song dropped, everybody lost their shit. The whole place went fucking bananas. We marked that. We did. <laughs> that that has to be like their best theme song for the Dudleys, right? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. But and, that, they, and they wanted that theme song for when for when they made the return to Mania, and they fucking couldn't get it. But then. They were slightly upstaged by the next people who came out. Oh my the, god. It was just like one gigantic pop, like one after another. The the because the whole out. crowd started to chant. Delete! 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 I'm sorry, but I don't know I don't know these two men. <laughs> you know. Mike, us. you're off the Christmas episode. You're off the Christmas episode. No, we're doing the Christmas episode. That joke has no more meaning. We're doing the Christmas episode right now. Oh, God. <laughs> the joke yeah. has been deleted. Deleted. Ugh. Trust me, we'll talk more about Matt Hardy in a little bit. Can we please just talk about when Matt Hardy was at the top of the entrance ramp and he saw you. In my and costume. You, and, and you two embraced. Yeah. It was a brotherly moment. <laughs> it was a brotherly Oh, dude. No, dude, I, I extend my arms out. I'm doing the Matt Hardy pose. He comes, he sees me in my costume. His eyes light up like a Christmas tree. Dude comes over to me, gives me the biggest hug on the planet. And I was just like, at this moment, my life is complete. Yeah, and then after that, you looked at me, he goes, I think Matt Hardy is my favorite wrestler now. I was like, I wonder, I wonder how that happened. <laughs> of course. <laughs> One hug, and you're my favorite. Yeah. Dude, dude, he's the nicest guy on the planet. Come on. Yeah. So, oh, introductions gosh. aside, Larry Legend did EYFBOs, which at first kind of shocked me because I was like, wait, what are they doing? And that played into the ending of the match, but we'll get to that. Don't spoil it yet. <laughs> Overall, what did you guys think of this match? Overall, was it as good as we'd hoped it'd be? No. It was It told a good story. It told a good story. But was it a entertaining match? Yes. Yeah. But here's the thing. I felt as well. Wait, wait, Raymond. Was there a story? <laughs> this match Kona. didn't need a story. If you're gonna keep making fun of the story joke, god damn it. First off, can this we, match can we comment how fucking large the Dudleys and the Hardys were compared to EYFO and the private party? That was just beyond ridiculous. Yeah, there were these moments where I swear to God, EYFBO and Private Party were just outside watching it. They weren't knocked out, they were just watching it. 
Because they, even they became fans. Who didn't want to see the Hardys and Dudleys? It, I'd want to watch too, but then again, if I have a chance to win the <laughs> tag team championships, I'd be like, fuck it, I'm popping in there and I'm taking advantage. I'm amazed the ref was able to count and not just be like, I'm in the middle of this. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. But then, but probably, exactly he, was, he, he was probably marking out on the inside. Yeah. But like overall, it was a good match, but I just felt there could have been like this is one of those things that might have it might have suffered because the show was running late and they had to end it. Uh, not even that, but it's like like majority like the like first two minutes of the match, all you heard was like, We want tables, we want ladders, and it's like and everybody in the ring was just like, that's not happening. That shit ain't happening. Yeah, which was disappointing. Wait, why did Bubba bring a chair and not even use it once? What happened to the chair? <laughs> What chair are you talking about? Should I tell them? Rem- should I tell them about what Bubba Dudley said to me? Oh my God! Please, I was waiting. Tell for them, this. Tell, tell them, them tell, tell them, tell them. Where? Story time, <laughs> folks. Okay, story time with a with a Aven- with Holly Jolly event. Gather round, children. Are you ready for a Christmas story? Wait, let me let me grab some coquitos. Okay. Okay. The Festival of Lights. Instead of one day of presents, we get eight crazy nights. All right. And when you're dressed up as as a weirdo, Bubba Ray will start messing with you. Yep. And here's the expensive to take you through. Here's what happens. We're online to get a a picture with the Broken Hardies, who ended up loving my outfit. It was fantastic. But what happens is, we're on the line. I look we over and, I, and, and we were next, by the we way. Were, we were next on the line, at least like second to next. And we see the Dudley boys and we look over at them, we see them, but then I lock eyes with Bubba Ray Dudley for a second, who just looks me up and down and he starts laughing. And then he, he says, you'd be amazed. You're like the third or fourth person we've seen with that costume, he says. And then Mike tells me that's what he said. And then he talks to Devon for a second and I'm like, I turn to Mike and I say, they're looking at me like I'm a fucking freak. And then we start moving forward in the line, but then I hear off to the right of me, hey, hey, you. And I'm like, wait, hold on, what? I turn to my left, it's Bubba Ray Dudley. He's looking at me, he's like, hey, come here. He's like, he's saying, hey, come here. I'm like, okay. I walk up to the table. I, I just walk up, like, what, do they want to talk to me about something? And he says, no, 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 come around the table, come here. And I'm like, okay. Perfect accent, by the way. Okay. And he, I look, and I, I go Devon steps aside. I stand, and Bubba Ray Dudley stands lo- looking down at me, takes off his beanie, and he says, he just looks at me, he looks me up in that costume, he says, okay, be honest with me. Do you get laid in that thing or what? It was an honest question. And your response was? More than you could possibly imagine. <laughs> Here's a list of people who are you. Yep. <laughs> what are you saying? No, I don't. This is no time for the Hanukkah song, as good as that song is. But yes, this was an insanely bizarre social interaction. So thank you, Bubba Ray Dudley, for comp. Come on, come on, he, come on! He's not listening to a shitty show. Imagine he did. Do I oh, do I call God. him Bubba Ray Dudley? Do I call him Bubba Dudley? Do I call him Bully Ray? Do I call him? Do we call him Mark by his real name? To me, in that moment, when, after we took the picture and you told me what Bubba Ray Dudley told you, I'm like, yeah, you didn't meet Bubba. You, you met, met Bully Bull- Ray. Hey. 
But back to the subject of the match, like, this was a good match. The thing that killed it for me just a little bit was the ending was really abrupt. Yes. That was yes. the thing I think we can all agree. Ray, you can agree on that? Okay, but, like, you think that the, the ending was a little bit abrupt <laughs> It for did me. tell a story! Would you, <laughs> but would, you oh, the ending, would you agree that the, match was, the ending of the match was a little abrupt? Yeah, it was a rushed finish. We can all agree on that. I mean, the right guys went over. I'm, I'm not disappointed that... Spoiler alert. Okay, spoiler alert. Five, four, three, two, one. Everybody gone? Okay. EYF wins. No, don't be gone. Keep listening. Keep listening to the Keep show. listening. We're not spoiling Star Wars now. We're just telling you what happened at Hawk. Luke dies. Oh, no! Darth Vader gives birth to a third child, and it turns out that that third child is whatever. It's a hand! It's Yoda! It's Yoda! His child is Yoda! Oh, God. What a story! <laughs> what a story, Mark. What they story, No, but EYFBO goes over. We find out Larry Legend turns heel. Yeah. Oh, but then after that, but yeah, this was kind of an abrupt finish because like we were hoping there was going to be at least a few more minutes of interaction. There was going to be a little more interaction, but it just kind of felt a little short. Like we had the Hardys versus the Dudleys. We had Private Party versus the Hardys. We had Private Party versus the Dudleys, but we didn't have any EYFBO versus like the Hardys. Like there could have been more possible combinations. They didn't use all of them. It was basically, what, Private Party against the Hardys, then you had Private Party against EYFBO, and then EYFBO against the Dudleys. Yeah, and then you had Hardys versus the Dudleys, which they really yeah. hyped up. And then after the match, they had a really fun moment where, like, of course, they give a big speech, they put EYFBO through a table, they do the delete thing. They, they went back and forth forever, hitting each other's chests to see who was going to get the table. Yeah, I don't. No dude, Bubba Ray Dudley has to have the like, the sickest chop in wrestling right now. Oh my god, that fucking hurt! It hurt the whole room. The room had two thousand people in it, and everyone it's... felt the fucking chop. Oh my even, god! Even the women behind the bar felt it. It was ridiculous. It hurt. Is what we're saying. Yeah. But yeah, they give a big speech, and of course, Devon announces that this is going to be his last wrestling match, which was very sad. But he's going to be working because he, he's a producer for WWE right now. I'm so, not going to lie; I teared up during that speech. Pussy, 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 pussy. pussy. Fucking oh. fucking market. Coming hey, from the guy that pussy. wore a broken mat costume. That's okay. different. That, that's that's a fan. That's a fan right there. That's Ray a Ramondo is a pussy. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Oh. One more time. What? Ray Ramondo is a pussy. What? Oh my god, the memes have gained sentience. I'm famous. Good god, they become self-aware. Ray Ramondo is a pussy. <laughs> uh, thank was you. That, was, was that god? the Spanish person? God. <laughs> thank, thank you, God. But Ray Ramondo is a pussy. God is here. They give a big old, they give a big old speech. They wrap up the show, and that was that. So overall, what did you guys think of House of Glory Six? Good show. Ray Ramondo is a pussy. It was it was a good show. It was a great show to end the. It was a great show to end a great year for House of Glory. 
Oh yeah, this is this has been their year, man. As big as 2015 was for them, this year was even bigger. Yeah. Like I think this is the year they really started coming into their own as not just an indie fed, but a big indie fed. No, yeah. this became the indie fed this year. It re- yeah, like you know, Ramundo I agree. It became the indie fed this year. Like Evolve is amazing. Like BCW is coming up. Warriors are wrestling. A lot of Tier one. one. Other great promotions, but yeah, like it really. This was the promotion to end all promotions this year. All the other promotions have 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 a lot of work to do to catch up. Let's say that they, they need to, to take up. notes during HOG six because this. Yep. So yeah, that doesn't pass the glory six. But right now. Let's talk since we're in the holiday spirit. We're all since Ray's having a little uh, having a little drinky over there. I'm still drinking. A little drinky winky. A little drinky winky tinky winky. I just filled up another cup. Oh, fantastic! Well, since we're all feeling Ah. in the festive mood, I say we talk about something a little fun. Who's up for talking about total nonstop deletion? No, 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 no! You have to say it in the bad Hardy voice. Okay. Total nonstop. Deletion. Yeah, yes, it is total non-stop deletion with tag team Apocalypto. But yes, we will be talking about total non-stop deletion right after these quick commercials. We will be right back with more of the general admission wrestling podcast. Whatever fucking holiday you want to celebrate, holiday special. Smoke every day. Happy Holidays from the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. Of course, the holiday season is the time for giving. So why not give your indie promotion the best graphics it can possibly have? So check out Title Fight Graphics. They make graphic designs for promotions such as House of Glory, Game Changer Wrestling, and Evolve Wrestling. It's high-quality stuff, very well-designed, looks very professional, and it'll give your indie promotion that extra bit of credibility it needs to look great. Check out Title Fight Graphics on Twitter at G at, at, at Title Fight Graphics GFX and check them out at Facebook at Title Fight Graphics. And if you want to give that person in your life this Christmas or Hanukkah a very special game or some good merchandise, check out srguniverse.com. We can custom that's sure and link. So check out srguniverse.com for great stuff. Finally, check us out, the General Admission Wrestling Podcast, available on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and Podtastic for free. You don't got to spend a goddamn dollar this holiday season. It's the one time you won't have to spend money this Christmas because it's free. And of course, it doesn't cost anything to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Instagram and Twitter is at the GAWP Show, and on Facebook is the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. This holiday season, sit back with some eggnog and enjoy the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. Don't be a silly willy. Join the madness. back with more of the general admission wrestling podcast Wonderful. Yeah. 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 
Nothing's wrong. Oh my god. Okay. So we are back with more of the general admission wrestling podcast. And of course, we're talking about, of course, if that bit of ridiculousness wasn't enough for you, we are talking about quite possibly Hey, hey, that wasn't ridiculousness. What that was it? Wonderful. We're ending the, the show with that. And the one you need to know <laughs> is Broken Matt Hardy, with quite po- who has just been topping himself. More and more this year, from the final deletion to delete and decay or decay to the Great War to losing his memory and becoming fixed Matt Hardy to being struck by lightning to drones to Senor Benjamin to dilapidated boats. What hasn't he done? And it all culminated this past Thursday on Impact with With total total nonstop deletion. I like that. I liked it as well. Mike, where in the fuck do we start with this show? We've talked about the madness of the Hardys before. Hell, one of the first things we ever talked about on this show was Delete or Decay. Our first ever gulp court was about Matt Hardy. We talked about the Great War until we were passing out laughing. Oh, my God. I'm, 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 I'm about ready to pass out. The best place to start with total nonstop deletion, is first of all, it took place entirely in Cameron, North Carolina. At Matt Hardy's home. At his home. Where, they, where Matt and Jeff apparently used to train when they were younger. Okay, let's just so get, that, get that visual in your brain. It's not it, at the impact zone. Visual a barn with 50 people. And a giant... So entrance. the most TNA's ever had? Oh. <laughs> But yeah, but then imagine an entrance ramp with Matt Hardy's face painted on it. You you know Jeff painted that. Yeah, he probably did. It looked good. It looked pretty cool. But then Jeff's talented. Jeff is talented. Yeah, he's talented at painting and doing. However, Itchweed is better at doing grass art. We'll get to him. We'll, we'll go. Get we'll get to, to Itchweed. We'll get to Itchweed. But first of all, the, what set the tone? For the rest of the night was the debut of King Maxwell. Oh my god. In the match against Rockstar Spud. Okay. First of all, how... first up, this in, in Ben's world, this accomplished two things. One, because he hates Rockstar Spud. And two, he loves Maxel. When did I say We hated... all love Maxel? When did I say I hated Rockstar Spud? Uh, you told me privately. I think he's annoying, but I certainly don't hate him like other wrestlers. Okay, Mike, I hate Mojo Raleigh. That name doesn't. No, that name does not exist. He is going for the IC title now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
not. Oh, he's not. Yes, he is. 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 See, 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 I'd fire you both if I could. It's my show. I could fire you. Senor, can I keep my job? Yes, because every job needs one of you. Thank you, Senor. All right, but yeah, but Senor Benjamin tases Rockstar Spud, who sells it like death. Which and was a, this was a no DQ match, by the way. Of course, obviously. But then they edit it because clearly Maxwell's a fucking toddler and doesn't understand ring psychology. So Gee. It, really, it, you could have fooled me. This child who looked so confused, who looked. <laughs> Oh, he was so cute, though. He was a cute match. Adorable little child, but he looked so fucking confused in this match. Man, honestly, looking back at it now, it, it's basically you just in baby form. <laughs> that should have been Kings Maxwell's theme song. Oh, yeah, that, actually, that would have been hilarious, but they would have to pay rights. So, Sesame Street. Or I think Matt can afford it. Yeah. He fucking did this. Yeah, but like. So Maxwell pins Rockstar Spud after. But you can you'll notice you'll notice that Rockstar Spud is kind of hugging him. He's talking, he has he, to he, hold him. The baby's gonna flip over. Come Rafe. on, <laughs> Maxwell does a sunset flip. Rafe. Up. What? He kind of had to Rafe. hold on and make sure that he didn't fall off. But that was a fun way Rafe. to start the show. But then you think it can't get any weirder than that. I don't but know. then, Lucy, what, Lucy, what do you think about it? I think she's at a loss for words. Hi, Lucy. By the way, our newest member of the show is Lucy. Lucy is a a sentient AI who will comment when she feels like it, I suppose. Yeah, basically that's the replacement for our DJ's voice. Yeah. See, our DJ doesn't have the ability to communicate with the world at large for whatever reason, so he communicates to us through sound effects, which is why you'll hear Arnold Schwarzenegger a bunch. He's very shy. But yeah, but up next, if you thought that shit was weird, we had Sienna, who was issuing an open challenge to anybody. This, this seemed normal. This was normal until Vanguard comes out to challenge her to a goddamn match. And the referee kicks the drone out because it's a fucking drone. But then the challenge but is wait, answered but by... Wait, the, but the drone immediately was saying... You can't do this to me, man. It's like, oh my god, it stops. That's not Lucy. <laughs> that ain't Lucy. That's somebody else. Lucy died on her debut episode. Way to go. Wow. Uh, Lucy, 2016 to 2016. Rest in peace. But up next, we had. <laughs> but who did answer the open challenge? Who was ODB? Now, before we even get into this match. Her outfit. I saw everything. Yeah. We all saw everything. This was ridiculous. Oh, e- my God. Either this Came woman put on you... gear that was too small for her, or she fucking grew. Like, what the hell? I saw Came her vagina. I saw her nipples. Like, ridiculous. I was like, Jesus Christ. And they put this woman on TV. And then, if Came that back. wasn't enough, she takes Vanguard 1 and mashes it between her boobies. Yeah, and Vanguard in one back. as a, as a, I guess a helicopter in boner. Silly Willy Ben, you stupid son of a bitch. Whoa. Well, screw you too, Lucy. <laughs> you I like stupid you. Silly Willy Ben. 
I'm a silly <laughs> willy. I'm a silly willy. Don't be a silly willy. Join the madness. Mike, can we have Lucy instead of Ben? I'm you can't about it. fire me. I'm avenging Ben, damn it. I'm thinking about it. Yes, you are, you fucking cracker, Jack. <laughs> Jack. Okay, we're definitely keeping Lucy instead of Ben. We're keeping Lucy over Arnold. That's the damn sure. Fuck you, Ben. No! Oh, fuck you, too, Lucy. <laughs> fuck you, Ben. We okay, love you, okay, Lucy. Okay. We love you, Lucy. Now, calm down a little bit, because we, we need to get through this before we have heart attacks over the show. Right. Up, up next, we had... Okay. All hail, whole milk. <gasps> okay, we're definitely keeping losing. <laughs> Some guy... I just down. marked out in my pants. Holy shit. Some guy... Oh, oh my down. God. Ow. Lucy, do you follow the law? No, because you don't tell good stories. <laughs> Some guy comes out called Chet Sterling, and he goes one-on-one. Why do, I, why do I feel like I've heard of that name before? Chet Sterling. Why do I have a feeling I've heard it before? Maybe it was a jobber in WWE. Or maybe you're thinking of Donald Sterling? The fucking guy. No, not even him, but it's like I felt like I've seen him on an indie show somewhere. Probably. Hang on. I actually just Googled him. Oh, apparently he is a... He is, he's an indie wrestler. Yeah, he is an indie wrestler. By the way, mm. I never follow the law. It's not a good story. <laughs> you just got... Ro- okay, Lucy, I'm warming up to you. Lucy, you can stay. No, no, she hates you. <laughs> yeah, but she hates Ray, so the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Not Wait, ben. ben, I'm your enemy? I'm kidding, dude, come on. I think I'm going back to the videos. I saw Fuck something interesting. See what you did, Ben. Fuck off, Ben. <laughs> But yeah, here we have... So, so Sterling-faced Itchweed. Can you explain who Itchweed is? No, but Ray, can I am you please? God. Ray, can you explain okay. who Itchweed is? Okay, here's Itch- your challenge. Explain Itchweed. Oh, and don't God. tell a story while you do it. I am a God. <laughs> That's what Itchweed is. He's a fucking God. He's another persona out of the Nero mindset. But what He's exact- where Jeff Hardy is when he smokes weed. Yeah. So you're he saying that? Vic, so, so you're saying at Victory Road 2011, he is a crackhead. Sting faced itchweed. Basically. That's, that's, okay. I buy it. <laughs> Sadly. People bought it. They didn't like it. He is a crackhead. <laughs> they didn't like it. Sting didn't he is like a crackhead. it. You just, have you seen that shit? Fucking Bischoff comes out and he's just like, fucking, this is a disaster. Death drop him, pin him, end it. Yeah, and the crackhead. best part is like when they, before they go off the air, the fans are saying, "This is bullshit." And Sting looks at, looks at them and goes, "I agree." He is a crackhead. At least we didn't see Itchweed on Saturday. We got yeah, to see Itch Brother Nero. Sterling. This wasn't even a match. This was like a like an execution. Oh my god! Didn't he kill him with a weed whacker? I forget. Yeah, he used whacker. the fucking weed whacker to cut off his clothes. And that's it. Nothing but else then we get. But then we get the. Thing that oh, was closest you are so to funny. A, we get the thing that is closest to an actual match, if you can call it that. Of Eddie all the Ed- fucking people. Eddie Edwards versus Lashley for the TNA World Heavyweight Championship. Good match, but kind of pointless to talk about. It went to This a, was the only match on the card, though. The only yeah. real match. It went to a no contest, but we'll get back to Eddie Edwards and Lashley in, a, in just a minute because oh, they fight milk. outside the ring, and then they we don't see them for a while. 
By the way, by the way, the one negative thing I could say about this whole show is that Josh Matthews was still on commentary. Still. Oh, whole milk. You are so funny. It should have been Senor Benjamin on commentary. It should have been Senor Benjamin. Lucy, you get a raise. She's a she's Wait, how does she get paid and we don't? The DJ is recipient of Lucy, so Wait, she's a, she's a sentient AI. She's had, not had, had, had enough. So the money, so the money goes to the DJ. But me and Ben don't even get checks because he's not Mexican. <laughs> well, okay, if it turns out Lucy's a racist, apparently. Hinder <laughs> <laughs> my balls. Hinder my balls, ladies and gentlemen. Hinder my balls. <laughs> Gender hinder my balls. Destroy them all. Speaking, okay. Destroy them so all. Now, we can finally get into the biggest aspect of Total Nonstop Deletion, the tag all. team Apocalypto. Sorry, Lucy, but you need to keep quiet for this one. We please. We need, we, we we need to. I'm I'm being nice. Let's let's take this Sorry. one. Let's. It's all right. Let's just take this Sorry. one step at a, Let's let's take this one step at a time. This is Sorry. okay. We get really. It's okay, Lucy. We get really manic during when we talk about the Broken Hardy short films. Oh my god! This quite possible. Okay, fine. Okay, I'm doing a motion right here. Final deletion is at the bottom. Delete or decay. Great War. At the very top. Tag Team Apocalypto. Wait, in that order, from like best to good. From like from, like, from, like good like good to worst. No, 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 no. From like in levels of increasing quantities of insanity. Oh, because oh, I was gonna say delete uh, or decays to... on the bottom. Yeah. Okay. Where to even start? Was this okay. even a, was this even a match at first? Was this real life? Was this just fantasy? I didn't. I, I didn't ask if it was real life. I asked did it start with a match. Caught in a landslide. Good God. Okay. First of all, it starts off in the barn, and where, where everything else was. Where everything else was, but then it cuts from real footage to. A something saying, Tag Team Apocalypto is underway. Please evacuate. Please evacuate. So it turned into the purge, basically. It turned into the purge, yeah. All purge. crime is legal. And all crime was legal during this. This match became no disqualification out of the blue. I'm scared. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay you Lucy, should I'll, be, Lucy. It's okay, Lucy. I'll hold you. This was... Okay. Shut up, Ray. We cannot bury the lead on this. This was Holy utter there? insanity. Mike, do you Hold. want to start this off? Because I'm hard, I am hard-pressed to tell you what did happen, but I can't tell you what didn't happen in this match. Because this, this and was who utter- wasn't in it? <laughs> okay, it starts off with the Broken Hardies. And then, fuck Jesus Christ. Okay, first off, the fucking rock and roll express show up i can't make that up <laughs> fucking rock and roll express show up and they start wrestling the hardies then the fucking decay show up they start wrestling the hardies and the helms dynasty consisting of trevor lee and andrew everett show up and like uh gregory helms is their like sort of their manager and they make their way outside to like the big open field where delete or decay took place and they Rock and Roll Express and the Hardy Boys fire off more fireworks at these people. Really and then Abyss this. says, Oh no! Not again! Because he's still You're really good at this, Ben. Thank you. 
But then it just, but then Mike, it just gets weirder from there. So this was already weird to start. Yeah, We're not even five minutes in. <laughs> then we make our way over to like the gate of the property where Decay starts go starts all of these jobber tag teams show. They're up. not jobbers. They're all indie teams. We had the Bruiserweights, the Ugly Ducklings, the Bravado Brothers. Oh, it was cool. I, I like I immediately recognized. I was like, hold on, that's the Bravado Brothers. I remember, I know them. It was cool to see all these indie te- in these indie teams, though. And then seeing them get decisively murdered. They, they were killed. murdered. No, we're not saying like they were beaten so badly that this happened. No, they they died. They died. Mike, this bathroom, they were murdering people. All I have to say is, it smashed Rosemary's pussy like a car accident in Manhattan. But Mike, how are they? They were murdering people. This was basically it was like an like episode of The Walking Dead. Yes, and then the DC poor Glenn. And then the DCC show up. Well, kind of. James Storm shows up, and he wait, brings. Wait the, other, wait, the other two didn't show up. No, it was just James Storm. It was just no Bram, no Eddie Kingston. No, they didn't show up. They weren't dragging their asses out to Cameron, North Carolina for this. Well, it was a cool segment the minute that you just see. Like, it's what the wide should have been, just a lot of followers. Yeah, like all the dudes show up in the... But then they all get killed. They all get killed. But then, this one dude... Okay, if you don't recall, do you remember the dude who got butt-raped by Decay? Yeah, and then showed up at the Great War and... And it happened but again. He, he showed up. Pledges allegiance to Matt Hardy. Rain and then he showed up. Now he's allegiance to And then what happens is they pin him, and this somehow deletes the DCC from the match. Which and James Storm turned into a regular. Raymond again. reminds so, me. So, so this was elimination. This was an elimination-style match. Oh, my God. It was a big gauntlet, basically. A big gauntlet match. But then Raymond. it gets even better. Rockstar Spud is out there the whole time saying, my tag team partner is coming. He's a big deal. I think it, I thought it was going to be Tyrus. I thought it was going to be Tyrus. No, he but... kept saying a big deal. I'm thinking Brian Burgundy is going to show yeah, up. Of course like, he did. Like, damn, he made it to TNA already. But then, like, the Bravado brothers go, like, slip past Decay, and they start fighting the, uh, the Helms dynasty. Now, before we get to who Rockstar Spud's partner was, let's talk about what happens with the Helms dynasty. They kick Gregory Helms into the Lake of Reincarnation. Wait, wait, you skipped a valid point in the match. Guys, I have something to say. Let me type, please. It's important. What, What, Lucy, what? Guys, I have something to say. Let me type, please. It's important. Yes. Any time now, Lucy. Okay, never mind then. We're okay, so the we homies have... are about to get pinned by the Helms dynasty. Whole milk. <laughs> what? Lucy, calm milk. down. <laughs> but yeah. What the hell is happening? And, We're getting and, taken and by a robot again. My co-host again. is pissed off. God. This robot's taking over the show. See, this is why we don't need robots. Okay. So back to the match. So the Helms Dynasty is about to eliminate the broken... Just go. Keep going. God damn it, Lucy. 
So they're about to get pinned, and the dilapidated boat kicks out for Matt Hardy. Oh, my God. Are you kidding? I forgot about this. He's like, the Helms Dynasty is about to pin Matt Hardy. It's like, one, Scott's two. The boat moves and breaks up the pin. And fuck in the life. Spin, Just fuck life. And in the spot to end all spots. They beat up the boat. They start punching and kicking the boat. And Matt Hardy's like, how dare you beat oh, up Scott's and then so they... Trevor Lee went from giving us a drop to fighting a fucking boat. Yep. I can't honestly tell you which one is more embarrassing. So people in the future that we want to get drops from, don't do it. Don't give us a drop. That boat you get, you're going like to beat us. up a boat. You're going to beat up a candle. You're going to beat up a light bulb. You're going to be fighting stupid shit in the future after you do a drop for us. That boat smelled like ass. <laughs> it probably does smell like ass. Oh my god. Okay, so then, Ben, speaking what happened of, to the Helms speaking, Dynasty? Okay, they drop kick Gregory Helms into the lake. After, that, after, after they beat up the boat? After they beat up the boat, of course. That's crucial to know. And then Matt Hardy says, Oh, Lake of Reincarnation, you've never created something so hideous. It comes oh, to no. Gregory. He is dressed as his three, him, Sugar and Shane Helms. Return. They start dancing like three count. Oh. By the Wait, way, Trevor Lee has to be the worst dancer in the world. That yeah. was he turned horrible. into fucking John Claude Van Damme. Dancing. At least Andrew Everett knew what the fuck to do. Trevor Lee just like doesn't know rhythm. He doesn't know nothing. He probably didn't watch the WCW. But... He wasn't born. He, oh. <laughs> he was... We weren't born. Trevor like, Lee should have. He I said hope. like, and then and then fucking uh, Helms went. You're not Shannon. You're not Evan. They were way better dancers than you. And, and super kick. They super kick him in the face. He falls back into the lake. Then we cut back to Rockstar Spud, whose tag team partner has finally arrived. Oh no! And it's a, a really big. Mike, would you care to tell the fine people at home who this tag team partner was? Was it a leprechaun? You could say. That's up there doing the Mexican thing. <laughs> it was close. Close enough. Not even. Not even close at all. You're off the Christmas episode. We're already on the Christmas episode. I'm going to take a guess. Was it Hornswoggle? It no, was, it was Swoggle. It was fucking Swoggle. He showed up. We can't up. say Horn. We'll get and to Abyss and Crazy Steve looked so fucking confused. Like, seriously, they're the weirdos, and this was weird to them. And then the bravado... Question, question. How much do you think Swaggle charged for this? Oh my god, that's a good question. Probably in the, probably in the six figures. Knowing that greedy fuck, he probably begged for a lot of money to do it. He could still probably pay all of us off. <laughs> so Rockstar, Spud, and Swaggle are facing off with the cake. Continue. But then they walk away. It's like, come on, buddy. We got to go do other things. And they walk away. And we cut <laughs> back to the Hardy Boys. And they're about to fight fucking the Rock and Roll Express. Ricky Morton and Robert Gibson. Question, Ben. Do you know who they are? The Rock and Roll Express? Yep. Don't lie, Ben. I've seen matches with them. I know who they are. I have not seen a lot of them. But I know they're <laughs> the famous tag teams of all time. Ray, did, did you, Ray, before watching this, did you know who they were? Yes, and you and me were the ones that t- were telling who these two were. 
Okay. God. They start fighting. People, on... people that were like 16 years old did not fucking know who the hell these two old people were. They okay. thought they were just fucking random grandpas that showed up. They were random grandpas who just showed up. It just so happened they were wrestlers. Do we mention that they were fighting on fucking sherry pickers? Say it. They were fighting on fucking sherry pickers. Oh my god. It was in fucking sanity. Basically, Matt Hardy and Jeff Hardy faced their future selves. I guess so. Because if you look back at it, they are what the midnight... what. Whoops, called the wrong tag team now. The Midnight the Rockers? Roll... Because if you look at it, Roll and Roll, Rock and Roll Express, Midnight Express, Hardy Boys. That's how it goes. <laughs> no. Yes. Yeah. Fucking skip the Rockers. They did, and then they do this thing where Swoggle turns on Rockstar Spud, kicks him in the kitchen with a steel chair, like the hardest chair shot you've ever seen, and then he gets pinned and they're eliminated. But then, you have to bear in mind this. Do you remember when we mentioned how Edwards and Lashley didn't have an ending? It turns out that the entire time, they're still fighting on the outside. They're a part of this bullshit now. And Swoggle runs up to Lashley and tries to hit him with a spear. And Lashley just stands still. And that, that knocks out Swoggle like he was nothing. He should have fell. He should have fell. Like, Wait a second. Doesn't that technically mean Eddie and Lashley were a tag team during all this? Oh, my God. Did they technically win this whole <laughs> Well, we'll get Ray, to it. Ray, you're thinking too much. You're, you're thinking, thinking too much about it. You're putting Mr. Coquito, I'm sorry. You're trying to put, logic, in, you're, you're trying to put logic into something that doesn't belong. I'll just drink so more. The Bravado brothers get eliminated, but then here's where things get reached the equinox of insanity. There was more. Oh, yeah. Gregory Helms. Much more. Gregory Helms falls back into the Lake of Reincarnation. Oh, this, oh, this fucking and part. And stand oh, back. Stand back. There's a hurricane coming through. Superhero. We can't say hurricane. A fucking hurricane comes out the goddamn lake and disappears in a green energy ball. Helps. He turned into the Green Lantern, basically. Turned into the Green Lantern by, by Shane Helms' light. He appears, helps Matt Hardy defeat the Helms dynasty, and they then then they literally take out shovels. Wait, where's Jeff? Where's Jeff, Jeff during all this? Jeff during all of this is fighting the decay. He's fighting decay during all of this. Okay, yep, he's so, in two. He's in two on one action, basically. Okay, so back to Matt and Hurricane. They bury the Helms dynasty. They literally throw them in a hole and bury them. And then and the this line, is where, the line this, of the week. Any rumor of Matt Hardy ever going back to WWE has been put to rest right here. Our gulp court made no sense after. <laughs> my, my, my win in gulp court has been rendered obsolete. But what happens is, okay. I have to talk to the judge about that. Matt my, Hardy. Matt Hardy. And I'm going to, tr- this is where it's going to be appropriate for me to do the voice. So here we go. Hurricane, even the man with three H's would be impressed with how we buried this young tag team. And then they they turn to the camera and give it a big old thumbs up. They burned that bridge. They ain't going back to fucking WWE now. (laughs) That shit ain't fucking happening. Unless Triple H knew it was going to happen, Matt Hardy's fine. What if he got... If if not, oh God. 
Oh my god. Well, we know Matt Hardy may show up at the Rumble. <laughs> oh my god. But we then, know Matt Hardy showing up in NXT. Let's finally bring this one to a close. It comes down to the Broken Hardys and the Decay, as it should be since they've had the longest feud. They Why? Show up. Honestly, it should have been DCC, but since fucking Bram and Eddie Kingston weren't there, it was right to end it with Decay. So they, What happens is they're duking it out. Jeff Hardy kicks Crazy Steve into a volcano. Into Apocalypto. <laughs> I'm done. Shoots, I'm done. It I'm shoots done. Crazy Steve up into the sky, and it zooms in on him, and he's going, ah! He'll fade away he and classify himself as obsolete. He falls right into the ring, which is, I guess, why they had the cherry pickers there, so he could do the spot. Falls into the ring, and Jeff Hardy hits a swanton on Abyss. They pin... <laughs> They pin the decay, so the Hardys are now the greatest tag team in all of space and all of time. In space. In space. And then he says, it'll take all six of us to rebuild our battlefield. And then Revy Sky. Wait, who's six? Revy Sky. It'll be Jeff, her... Senor Benjamin. Senor Benjamin, Vanguard One, King Maxwell. And then... They, he said, and then Revy says, it'll be seven. And then Matt says, you are pregnant? Dilla, wonderful! So this whole thing was an elaborate pregnancy announcement video. So there's going to be another one of these freaks. Another one of these fucking freaks running around. So do, you that, think it's, do you think it's legitimate or do you think it's for the story? I feel like it has time, to be time real because why would they do this? Time, time will tell. Because at this point, I'm expecting them to have a fake pregnancy and fake birth, and then they're going to pull out a baby with, with long black hair with a white streak in his hair and him automatically going to delete. I'm just expecting that. I'm not expecting a real baby to come out of her. Why not just a hand and do the fucking May Young thing? Okay, oh, Ray, you're done, okay Ray, you're done with the show. I'm still drinking Coquito. I'm sorry. It's okay. the alcohol. I'm sorry. Moving on, and finally, we're going to wrap up the show. How do we move on? We move, we move on. But that is total nonstop deletion. And if you haven't watched it, it's on YouTube. Go watch it. It's There's so, another Christmas present. There you go. Another Christmas present. And it is so fucking entertaining. Props, probably one of the best things I've seen all year. I love, it was awesome. I love awesome. the Broken Matt Hardy stuff. All right. But before we close out the show... We're going to do something a little special for the holidays. We're going to listen. We're going to go through the eight days of Guapica. What is the eight days of Guapica, you may ask? Well, I'm glad you asked. Audience, I can't hear because we're recording this before you listen to it. The eight days of Guapica, when you get presents on any holiday, you're going to get a random grab bag of things you like and things you, things don't. you don't. David Lee Roth. Perfect song. This year was a very mixed year in terms of wrestling. I would say, though, 2016 was a great year for wrestling. Yes, it was. Not in WWE. Which is what we're talking about right now. So we're going to list four of the best things to happen in WWE this year and four of the worst. The first, the first of the worst. We got, a, we got one present earlier this year that we didn't know we wanted and that we wore out its welcome pretty quickly. And sadly, unlike most Hanukkah gifts, you can't re-gift this one. Yeah. <laughs> it's a man simply known as 
Kurt fucking Hawkins. In not Kurt Jewish Hawkins? Lips. Kurt Hawkins? Did yeah, we can I put, yeah, can I, do you have the receipt for this? Because I don't want it. <laughs> I don't fucking want this anymore. Can we say one thing, though? We got the most juice out of it on Oh, hell, Kurt yeah. Hawkins. Give, give him credit. He did give us a lot of material to work with this year. Can, can, can I send them to the homeless people, please? <laughs> I think... I think, I think Salvation Army. Oh, hell, Kurt Hawkins. Salvation Army, please take Kurt Hawkins. Speaking of people, and now we're getting into one of the good gifts we got this year. We got a good gift. We Ooh. got Sh Shinsuke Nakamura came to the WWE. Which it was, was about time. Which, honestly, I really didn't think it was about time. I was like, wait, what? Really? Now? Because honestly, I, my thought was Japan guys would stay with New Japan. Shinsuke is like the first person I kind of did that. And I was like, what the fuck? He was one of the guys you would never think would actually leave, though. Yeah, I thought he would be like, like Tanahashi, Okada. Okada. Maybe. Yeah. But do you remember there was that moment of fear where we're like, oh, God, they're going to ruin him. They're going to turn him into, like, a comedy wrestler or something like that. Yeah, yeah, he was going to turn a, into the next Kenzo Suzuki. They're oh, gonna, God. They're going to put a rice hat on him. They're gonna yeah. They're going to come out. Like a boss. Not like a boss, but. They're going to give him the kind of tag gimmick. Him and nah, 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 a day with Tommy. Like a boss. <laughs> yeah. But but you know what? He's had one of the best years. Almost every match he's had has been absolute gold. Even a match with Elias Sampson is gold. I know. He can take Elias Sampson to a good match. Yeah. He took Joe through about three or four of them. So. Okay, so we've had one bad gift, one good gift. Up next, we have a gift. Uh, another bad some, gift. Sometimes you get a gift that... You didn't really think much of it first, but then you realize maybe this gift, you'll learn to appreciate it over time. This gift may serve a purpose in your life. But then the more you see this gift laying around, taking up space from, for other gifts that could be more valuable, you realize, wow, fuck you for giving me this gift. Can I please fucking return it? That gift was James fucking Ellsworth. <sighs> what started off as a fun, simple joke has gone on way too fucking long. How many times have they had him fight fucking AJ Styles on SmackDown? Like, like three months straight. He three was a... Straight. James Ellsworth, a comedy kook wrestler, was integral to the part finish of TLC 2016. The dude was a rosebud at one point. Well, so was right. Braun Strowman. Yeah, but, but this all started because of Braun Strowman. And Shulman's not even getting a push like this. Yeah. So we the, the phenomenal one killed the Mr. Ellsworth on the Tuesday night. Like I He was deleted. Yep. And then and then I think they're pairing him together with Carmella. Oh, Big Cass is yeah. not gonna be happy. Yeah. Big Big Cass is not gonna be happy about that yeah. one. Watch out watch out, Carmella. He's gonna knock out that chin of yours. Oh, Ooh. Well, next, you never know. WWE may do that segment. It's getting oh. out of the PG. But next up, but next up, you think after that crappy gift, you need something awesome. And this year, 2016, started off with a huge bang because AJ Styles was in one of the best matches of the year against Shinsuke Nakamura at Wrestle Kingdom. And then it was announced AJ Styles was leaving New Japan Pro Wrestling and coming to WWE. Now, this we didn't know when he was going to show up, what was going to happen, 
And we, we at Royal Rumble, we a lot of people were joking around that oh maybe AJ Styles shows up at the Royal Rumble. Number three heads. Can you can you say again? I can hear. The music turns on. It zooms in on Roman Reigns' face, and out comes fucking AJ Styles. The Royal Rumble got a lot more phenomenal. It got a lot. Mike, how big of a reaction did this get from you? Yes, I am. This was, I, when the music hit and he finally came out, that was like the first time in a long time. That the police come in to see you. What the hell was that? It I was, don't understand what you're saying. Can you please say again? Oh, God, Mike, did we forget to hang up the call? How you spell? Oh, no. Um, uh, we, we tried to order Chinese food early. And Can you spell the name for me? Can you spell the name? I'm Can sorry, wrong number. Hang up, hang up, Can hang up. Can you spell the name? What the heck just happened? We tried to call Chinese. Sorry. And we forgot to hang up. What the heck? We're recording a damn podcast. Get your damn chicken and dumplings after. What? Sorry. <laughs> We wanted food. You don't pay us enough, so we wanted something. I don't pay you. <laughs> so yes, AJ Styles, great gift from Hanukkah. Thank you. And I think we can all agree he's had a great year in WWE. MVP. Yes. MVP. MVP. But next, sometimes you... But another person who made a debut this year, this is another bad gift we got this year, but it was a bad gift that started off so promisingly. Finn Balor finally makes his main roster debut. He's Wait, on a roll. He Finn wins. Balor was a bad gift? No, he was not a bad gift. He was a great gift. But and then, then it went out. Finn Balor shows up on TV, and then sadly at SummerSlam, he gets injured. The bad gift is his fucking broken arm. Huh? So can we say Seth Rollins is the bad gift? No, no, it was Finn Balor. Finn Balor getting injured is one of the worst things to happen this year because it's so much more could have been done with him. The match he had with Seth was amazing. He was champion. He was champion. And then it all went to shit. He beat Roman Reigns. After he, after he won the Universal title, he should have went into a feud with Roman. He should have. He should have. That's what they were building to, but... Things happen. Hopefully, he'll be back. Soon. Hopefully, in 2017, he comes back and makes a bigger impact than he did. But let's Mike, hang change. up the call. Huh? We don't. We don't want chicken and dumplings. Who are you looking for? I can hear. Get the police. No, no, no! Don't get the police. Hang up. Hang up. This is not the, the police. Come to fuck me in the jail. What the? No, fuck? no, no, no. Okay, I moving on to house. another good. Merry day. Christmas, Chinese man. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Mr. Pig. Mr. Pig. Oh, it's Mr. Pig. Oh, it's Mr. Pig, everybody. Uh, Remember from the Heel Turn days? Yes. Can you be together? Okay. It's the Heel Turn Wrestling Podcast. Brought to you by Pig. Can you spell the name for me? Can you spell the name? Spell the name. Okay, enough. Oh, I remember that show. It sounded like a good show. Why you? I like that character you guys had on there. Pepe, he was a nice guy. Why, 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 why you say motherfucker? Why you say? <laughs> so finally, another good gift we got this year was something none of us saw coming. Here comes the money. 
Oh my god. Okay. How good was it to see Shane McMahon again after all this time? <laughs> I thought when they played his music during that segment, it was a joke. I know. I thought Kevin Dunn messed up. Kevin Dunn with, 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 Kevin oh. with your big gimbally teeth fell out on the keyboard and accidentally played his music. He has two fucking beaver teeth. Big they got in the way of his eyes. He wasn't sleeping. <laughs> and he pressed the wrong button. He could have played the Stephanie. Cody Ross is fucked up. Would you agree that WWE has improved after Shane McMahon showed up? Mm, to, a cer- to a certain extent, yeah. So his presence certainly didn't make things worse. Well, mm-hmm. the hype going into Mania did, with him coming back did help. But after that, he it's just like he fell right back into where he was before, before when he before he left. It is still good to see him. Yeah, we don't see him as much anymore, which is fine. Like, where was Shane on SmackDown last night? Ta-da. He doesn't have to be on every week. But up next, finally, but that was another good gift. But next, we have the final bad gift of 2016. This was not a match. Wasn't even a wrestler. Sometimes you get a present that is immediately dead on arrival. It's not something you grow to. It's not even something that you can ever get any use out of. You don't even know why you got this gift in the first place. Sometimes a gift is all in the presentation. So like fruitcake? And yeah, because you know, nobody wants fruitcake. It's gross, disgusting, it tastes terrible. If you if you ask for a fruitcake, there's something wrong with you. If you ask for a if you ask for a fruitcake, you are a fucking fruitcake. Mike, has anybody walked into your store and asked for a fucking fruitcake? Don't even get me started. Oh, God. Don't even get me started. We'll tell more work stories after we get to the end of Tropica, but coming up, we have the final bad gift of 2016, the design of the WWE Universal title. I push my fingers into into my eyes. The moment that single-handedly killed SummerSlam in its tracks. Like a mouse. Oh my god. The booze for this championship title. Holy shit. Smoke weed every day. That belt suck. Whoever created the belt was smoking weed. Smoke weed every day. Yeah, they were smoking. We should have gotten title fight graphics to design a belt. They would have made a better one. Hey, Ben. Why not have... Instead of just one red strap, let's have two belts that have red straps. Oh, yeah, let's oh, add yeah. that on to our gifts. The Surprise, fucking new motherfucker. titles. You know oh, what? God. You know what? Scratch that. Every new title that was created this year by WWE. Except the UK. UK title is pretty No, I'm, I'm lumping it in there. No! Oh, God. It's All lazy. These... It's lazy creation. It's lazy design work. The Cruiserweight Championship is purple. The Tag Team Championships are blue. The Women's Championship is white. With blue. With blue. The WWE Universal Championship is red. Wait, I have something to say. Roses are red, violets are blue. These titles are shit. We don't give a fuck about you. Nice. Too long long for me. (laughs) But nice. They're so lazy. They're lazy fucking designs. And they don't look right on people sometimes. Like, the, the Cruiserweight Championship is a weird design. It only looks good on a few people. It certainly didn't look right on Brian Kendrick. 
It's going to look good on Neville. Oh, yeah. Heal Neville. Yeah, I mean, for God's sakes. Neville can make that title good, but what about the Raw Tag Team titles? Sheamus has matching gear with the fucking belt. Oh, my God. You mean Clucky McClucky? Yeah, so they upgraded from pennies to nickels. (laughs) I kind (laughs) of hope Chris Hero comes and just kills Sheamus. Oh, my God. But but then we have one more gift under the tree, and sometimes... WWE is like your family who tries their best to give you presents. But sometimes... They try. They try. They try. And sometimes they give you some good ones. And sometimes they give you some bad ones. But this year, we got an amazing gift from not WWE, but from a source we didn't know. A friend you turned your back on for years who made up for years of neglect, shit, and bad decisions by giving you an amazing Hanukkah Christmas present. The best present of 2016, and the, when the eighth day of Guapica is saved by the broken brilliance of Matt Hardy. <laughs> yes! Can we all agree that 2016 was made infinitely better by the existence of broken Matt Hardy? Oh my god. It was delightful. It was very delightful. Oh no, someone fell into the lake of reincarnation. I'm amazed they haven't done that yet. I am a tornado. No, no. That Matt Hardy sucked. (laughs) It kinda did. The new version one Matt Hardy sucked. That was okay. Version but now this is Matt Hardy version. Because it told a great story. Oh my god. Are we gonna You're not gonna let that down, are you? Nope. nope. But how good has this gimmick been? It's transcended TNA wrestling. They're quoting a TNA character in WWE. They're a delete chance. It was astounding this year how much mileage he got out of this gimmick, and there is still no signs of stopping. It's worldwide. Every chance every fucking wrestling promotion. Is getting a delete chat. They were in Santiago, Chile, and it got delete, delete, delete. I wouldn't wouldn't be surprised if people in Japan were chanting that shit. How do you say delete in Japanese? Uh, Delete. (laughs) I'm going to Google Translate right now. (laughs) But while we're waiting for that translation, like, Raymond, Ray, would you agree... But this was one of the best things of the year. Like, clearly, it it, it just, saved wrestling. It saved wrestling this year. Like, what was your favorite of their of their magnum opuses? Uh, I I would be impartial and say Saturday because we got to see them. But the f- best has to be the original, him versus Brother Nero. It's just like, isn't it weird looking back on that one and seeing how normal that one is compared to the rest of them? <sighs> It's like, even that, we're like, oh, God, what the hell happened? And now that's kind of like, oh, that was just a regular match. (laughs) (laughs) It is crazy to think that. But, yeah, 2016 has been a weird year for pro wrestling. Hey, we do have to put one more thing in this great year. This all began with the Gulp family. The G-A-W-P. So, I do not, we'll be back next week. But 
But before we, we'll be announced, like we said before on a, on a previous episode, we'll be moving forward with the GAWPs, the Goffy Awards, as we call them. Yeah. Goffies! The Goffy Awards. <laughs> Somebody was too excited about that. And we'll be announcing. Was that Lucy? No, it was you. And we'll be announcing several more um, candidates for match of the year and things like that in the coming week. But before we go tonight, we're going to announce one of the categories live for you guys right now on the show. So pay attention, people. Please pay attention. It is important. Trust Listen. me, we'll be getting to, we'll be getting to more categories as the show uh, and later next week since it's our last show of 2016, and we can officially say these are the locked choices, unless like more match of the year candidates come out in the next. 12 days, which I highly doubt. Nope, we're not changing. That's it. So the nom- so as chosen by us, trust me, it was difficult to narrow it down to just five because there were so many great matches this year. We tried to limit it one match per wrestler, and we tried to limit it to one match per like division or like one match per show. So there are two NXT matches on this list, but one is a singles match and the other is a tag team match. Yep. So, so this was go? chosen by all four of us, so... The, the DJ, DJ included. So the nominees for match of the match of 2016, as chosen by us, are going to be Nakamura versus Sami Zayn at NXT Dallas, Adam Cole and the Young Bucks versus Will Ospreay, Matt Sydal and Ricochet at best at Bola 2016, DIY and Revival in their two out of three falls match at NXT, uh, the NXT Ontario, Rey Mysterio and Prince Puma at Ultima Lucha Dos. And finally, John Cena versus AJ Styles at SummerSlam 2016. Those are the five choices. Go ahead, go to the Facebook page now and vote. We're going to be posting more options as the month goes on. We'll, when we'll get the Goffy Awards ceremony will be sometime after 2017 begins. Yes. All right. So, Mike, has anybody come? Has anybody come in before to get a fucking fruitcake? Uh, yes, and I've always told them no, and the man just looked at me like I'm fucking insane. Oh, God. Because honestly, we don't even sell it. These, like, the store I work doesn't even sell fucking fruitcakes. Do you we guys don't... at least sell the mix for it, or? No. Yeah, we do, but it's like, what happens is, they're like, do you have fruitcake? And I'm like, no, this is a shitty little supermarket. Oh, Go to the big ones, like Stop It Shop, EJ's. Go to them. Wow, but let's let's do get to a big topic today. This is our holiday special, so what are you guys doing during the holidays? Let's start saying that. I'm doing for the holidays. I am going to be probably having a solid holiday party with my family. We're going to be going out to a restaurant in New York called El Quixote. <laughs> Ooh, nice. Nice little Spanish restaurant's going to be nice. And then uh, on the day the day or two after Christmas, I'm going to go out to Philadelphia to visit mi madre. Hmm. Mm. How about Mike. you, Eggnog, Mike? What about you, Eggnog? It... <sighs> I'm getting a headache just thinking about that. <laughs> you fuckers made me call myself Eggnog. Eggnog, Mike. Eggnog, Mike. What are you doing for Christmas, Eggnog? Uh, shut up! <laughs> are you drinking Eggnog? <laughs> no, I, I, I hate that shit. It tastes like horrible. Drink coquito. It's better for you. Oh, my God. I, I don't have to trust you. I don't have to trust you. But, um, That's racist. <laughs> keep going, keep going. Basically, I'm just having family over on Saturday. 
then Sunday, just having family over, and then the day after Christmas, I, uh, myself, my sister, plan to have um, a Christmas dinner with my dad. So hopefully it's all fun. Nice. Well, that's and nice. Hey, what are you doing for the holidays? Well, Saturday I'll be having a nice party with family. Sunday probably with my little cousins, have them open presents. And Monday I'm having a little get together with some of the friends. And shout out to my little cousin Tiffany Clifford, who is a who's a biggest fan, apparently. What's up, She's Tiffany? a follower of the law. She hey Mike, not... can I have my shades back? If you what? My shades. Oh yeah, the shades that, that my cousin said look make me look cool, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can have them back. Oh god. Cash them through the fourth wall over there. Thank you. I got them. Okay. Oh, God. God. But we do have to say, please have a nice, happy holidays from all of us here at the CAWP. Please stay safe. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Ramadan. Happy Winter Solstice. Happy Festus Day. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Happy Festus Day. And again, all of us, we're just making jokes. Don't take us seriously. Happy Seriously, Festus and Day. once again, we cannot say it enough. We are so appreciative. Happy every- Festus Day! Happy Festus Day, motherfucker! Yeah. <laughs> Merry That's- Christmas, motherfucker! Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. Oh, gosh. Merry Christmas, you obsolete mules. Oh, wait, one more thing, one more thing. We almost forgot. We went to Hog, and we almost forgot who's coming next. Oh yeah, Alberto Del Rio is going to be at the next hog show. Come on down. It's going to be great. <laughs> Boom. Done. But the troll is back. Feliz Navidad todos de parte de los tres. Feliz cumpleaños, motherfuckers. It's not a birthday. Some people have birthdays on Christmas. Yeah, so if you you love, you're a big fan of Alberto Del Patron, come on down to Club Amazura in February. It's going to be an amazing show. But guys, that should do it for us here at the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. Once again, happy holidays from all of us to you. It means so much that all of you are listening. You guys have a safe, happy holiday out there. Once again, you guys, once again, you follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Follow us at the GAWP Show on Facebook and Instagram, on Twitter and Instagram, and follow us on Facebook at the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. Once again, guys, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Holidays. Thank you for listening. Once again, I am avenging. I am avenging Ben, and I'm Hobuck Mike. But tonight I was eggnog. <laughs> and I'm the Law Ray Ramundo. Follow the law. Happy and holidays, ga- and stay safe. Happy holidays, guys. And I'm Lucy, your lord and savior. Yeah, head over here, Lucy. <laughs> Mike, it's a robot. I don't hey, think no, you're Mike takes like two percent. Milk Mike takes like two percent. We have to watch. Whole milk Mike tastes like two percent. What? <laughs> 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 <laughs>